Welcome back to the Fast Lane here on this Friday afternoon. Hope everyone's having a good weekend or getting gearing up for the weekend. Dave Waltz, WSCT's sports director, is here with us. And Dave, uh, before we dive into some high school football and the start of camp, I, I have to, you know, I I'm assuming you're having a really good Friday when you have, and I quote, the best lobster roll and chowder you've ever had. So, uh, I feel like you're you're probably you know you're already in a good mood because it's uh, the start of football season, but I, I would have to say you double down on that. You know, th it's not a bad way to uh, start the day to wake up, roll out of bed, and uh, and grab uh, fresh Maine lobster. Uh, there was a lobster truck rolling through Lynchburg today. My wife uh, hit me to that, and uh, oh yeah, uh, I, you know the, the day you can you know when you start a day off on a high like that, you hope you just keep going on an upwards trajectory. So let's just say that, that was a really nice way to start today. Today. <laughs> I, I can, based off the photos you shared, uh, at Dave walls, WSET on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now. Um, it, it looks delicious, but let's talk about fall camp. Obviously, uh, you got a big Friday night football, ABC 13 football Friday preview coming up. And uh, how how is uh, how has this week been traveling across the area with uh, looking at these area teams? You know, uh, everybody's been really jumping in uh, hard this week in, into camps. I've seen ten camps myself so far this week, with more to come. And our and our team previews will start later next week, but. Um, you know, some schools went a little bit lighter on their practice when they opened up a week ago Thursday because, you know, we were going through that 9,500-degree stretch. And then the uh, the kind of break from the heat really uh, allowed everyone to get comfortable and really start popping the pads a little bit more this week. Definitely saw the energy a little bit higher this week. And now we get our first scrimmages coming up tonight and tomorrow. Uh, so we're already getting an early look at what these teams will look like in game situations. So uh, things are moving very, very quickly and hard to believe we're already, uh, what, about three weeks or so from the start of the regular season. Yeah, I can't believe football season's here. Obviously, Hall of Fame game was last night on the, on the pro level, college, everything crazy happening with that and then obviously high school football is ramping up with scrimmages and speaking of a scrimmage uh you know i i wasn't even put onto this by you know here locally but because i have some family members actually even on the coaching staff for highland springs i was made aware that they are here in lynchburg with a, a scrimmage with ec glass dinwiddie and highland springs all doing a scrimmage in lynchburg this uh today how big of that is EC Glass to get two really elite programs to scrimmage before starting the season? I mean, it's a huge boost to the program. Uh, Glass has been uh, doing scrimmages with Dinwiddie over the last few years, but I mean, look at the quality opponents Glass is getting tonight. You know, you're getting Dinwiddie, the Class Four champs, and quite frankly, they just keep reloading year after year with uh, amazing talent that's going to. Uh, elite college programs. Um, and then, you know, got Highland Springs, who ran off an undefeated season for a state title in Class 6. Uh, so uh, Jamar Lovelace is going to get his first opportunity to actually coach the Hilltoppers in a game-type situation tonight. We'll do 12 plays on offense, 12 plays on defense, and then some situational drills against both these teams. But, you know, you would think that Glass may be a little bit overmatched in some areas here just based on you know, again, the caliber of opponent, but allows you to really put, you know, these players in pressure test type situations early, you know, and when you still got a few more weeks to work things out in camp. So uh, it's a really good early test and, it, you know, everybody stays healthy. It only makes you better down the stretch. 
as you've traveled across the area to, to these camps, is there something that kind of surprised you in terms of like, hey, I wasn't expecting this team to look this way, but they, they might surprise some people come uh, that first Friday night? You know, I haven't seen everyone yet. The one team I'm still looking forward to seeing was Amherst County. I'll probably see them on Monday of next week, so it's a little early to pass judgment on everyone. The one thing I'm noticing across the board uh, as far as the surprise is numbers for football seem to be up. I think it's safe to say that over the past you know, four years or so at least, we've seen across the board most teams suffer some slight uh, downturns in the number of kids who are coming out for football. You know, and that, and a lot of that was due to the fact that, you know, parents were being cautious as, uh, you know, through the concussion era of football. You know, coaches are now, you know, teaching safer ways to play the game. More rules are being enforced to help keep kids out of dangerous situations. But across the board, I'm seeing more players showing up for most of the teams that I've seen so far. So you're going to see a lot of added depth. Even for some of the smaller programs, I had a chance to go down to uh, Gretna, you know, Class 2. And Gretna had uh, had a, a full offensive and defensive set with them with some reserves. So the fact that not as many players are going to have to play both ways is a huge boost. You know, when you hit that second half of the season and you've been playing every snap of every, in, in every game, you know, that, that can take a toll on a player and set themselves up for something bad. But the fact that you're going to be able to give some players a rest every now and then when possible, that is a huge, huge boost. Again, especially to these smaller schools where, you know, uh, where you, the attendance numbers aren't as high, they're in a uh, smaller class. And uh, just having a, a few extra bodies can really help take the pressure off uh, the starters. Dave Walls, WSET, here with us. Uh, since we last spoke, you were on the fast lane. Obviously, we had uh, the Virginia Commonwealth Games weekend. Uh, what were your you know, overall takeaways before we, we talk about sh- your star performance in it? Oh, gosh, I don't know if star performance is a way to qualify it, but no, I was just after having knee surgery, I was just happy to do something physical. So that, that uh, that's my win. Uh, but as far as the games themselves, you know, I think Virginia Commonwealth Games is trending in the right direction. I know there's people who say, oh, they're not as big as they used to be. You know, and while I will say, you know, maybe if you look back to 2018 and 2019, they offered more events. I think the events that, you know, and then everything went through the pandemic, right? You know, 2020 was a wash. 2021 was uh, much smaller, you know. And so they're, they're, it's not just going to take one year to rebuild it. But I will say the events that they do have, they are starting to build it back up. And you're seeing larger numbers. Basketball, you know, usually wraps up uh, on a Sunday by like maybe one or two. They were playing until six or on Sunday just to finish handing out these medals, you know, and more sites, more teams, uh, and track and field had huge numbers this year. And then, you know, when you add in some of the other events that, you know, not only are now, but will be coming up later this year, um, you know, the, the registration numbers are way up. And so the more events that they add, the more it'll grow back into the size that I think uh, some of us might remember from, again, six, seven years ago. But, again, moving in the right direction, and the excitement is definitely there. And uh, I can tell you from being out there for three full days, the athletes love the experience of uh, coming to Lynchburg, competing over at Liberty, and uh, it should only get stronger from here. So, uh, obviously, you get the bronze medal in in the Discot game. Does that mean you and uh, Will Stafford are going to set up one at the ABC 13 studios so you can practice every night during the commercial breaks to get ready for next year? 
not going to lie, we did talk about buying one of those units. That you know, that that went from you know, early in the week. You know, you're looking at games, and I saw that. I said, I have no idea what it was. Started talking to uh, the creator of the game, who's a Jefferson Forest alum, a Lynchburg guy. And I thought, boy, that'd make a great story. Friday, we do a story on it, and then all of a sudden, we get talked into fielding a team for it. I mean, it's that it was it moved that quickly. So clearly, we didn't have a lot of practice in it, and uh, the gold medal team did, and boy, they certainly earned it. But we were in every game at least. You know, it didn't feel like a washout. Um, you know, it, it was just a lot of fun. And if you're uh, looking for a fun way to pass the time at the beach or in a park or something, you could do a lot worse than. Uh, picking up the disc kit and uh, going out there, but I, I'm not going to lie. We did talk about uh, the jury is, is still out on whether or not we get one of those. We just don't really have the space here. That's the problem. If we, if we had the space here, if we had like a little park or a little uh, green area here, we might, you know, there might be a, a pole and some discs standing by right now. WSET Dave Walls here in the fast lane. Uh, thanks so much for for hopping in, and uh, we'll talk, probably have a little bit more of these Friday night uh, chats as we gear up for football season. I uh, no doubt about it. We will have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. That was Dave Walls from WSET. He is the sports director for them. Uh, coming up in a matter of moments after this break, we will talk to David Cunningham from TechSideline.com. Earlier in the week, we did talk the Hokies' offense. Now, we also talk the Hokies' defense. Plus, we talk a little bit about realignment. This is the Fast Lane right here on CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg. The general manager of Feller Chevrolet on why maintaining your car matters. These cars today are made so much.